Good morning, good morning, Charmers. Welcome back to another episode of The Charming Libra. I am your host, Hasha, and I hope everyone has been having an amazing week. You guys, it's already Thursday. We are, what, two days away from 2022. It's so crazy, Um, but I am so, I'm so ready for it. Everything was amazing. Um, Christmas was great. Um, Unfortunately, until we found out that um, someone decided to show up there and they were infected and none of us knew. So now your girl is on quarantine. Um, I got my test results and luckily I am negative, but once again, Um, my husband is positive as well as the other, uh, I think like 14 people, uh, that was there. Everyone got affected except me and two other friends of mine. Um, but everyone else all has COVID and it, (laughs) I swear, it's just like, we cannot catch a break. So it's just like, I'm ready for this year to be over with. Unfortunately, I did have plans. Well, we did have plans to do a New Year's party. But of course, now that we're all either sick, because I know um, me, my other friend and my other girlfriend, um, all of our husbands are are positive, um, as well as, um, of course, some of our other friends. But it's it's weird. It's mainly the men that got hurt, um, not hurt, but got positive. And there was like two other girls that got, no, three other uh, women that got positive too. But, you know, unfortunately some of the kids are positive. Like all I have to say about that is if you know you're fucking sick and excuse my language, but it just kind of pissed me off. If you know you're fucking sick, stay the fuck home like seriously stay home because you took a wonderful you know night that we all shared and bonded and had a wonderful time to now like I kid you not Monday night is when everyone got hit I thought I had it because I was like I was um showing symptoms like I even like had a low-grade fever um, my chest was burning, throat scratchy, body aches, chills, headaches, everything. Um, but I was taking, um, you know, some herbs, got Tylenol to uh, mediate the fever. But um, me and the other two girls I said that came out negative, uh, we still came out negative, even though we were showing some symptoms. Uh, so we think we might have just like a small co- uh, cold or maybe like a very like possible small flu. But it's just, it just really pissed me off because it's like, you know, you guys know my husband went through this already. And obviously this was the um, Om variant, I think, or whatever it's called, because that one is the one that spreads like wildfire. And literally, you guys, it hasn't even been a week. It was only three days and everyone's already like sick and testing positive and I've heard that a lot of that happened. Um, a lot of people, I know a lot of other people that 
during the holidays, Christmas time, that it seriously, a lot of people are testing positive for COVID. And it really sucks because, you know, the last two years, I believe, no, not the last two, we did, we went 2020, um, we were shut down in the state and we couldn't even go to family houses. So a lot of people, you know, stayed away and everything. So, um, a lot of people, you know, this year, we all just wanted just to be with each other and celebrate each other and love each other. And that can easily be done if people will just, to me, not be selfish. Like in a way I felt like, um, and maybe someone didn't know who knows, but it's just like, if you, if you're asymptomatic, I get it. But if you had any inkling of sniffling or, you know, not feeling well, I just think that you should stay home, period. Um, because now others are infected, um, and some are not doing well at all. Um, so that's pretty much my week, pretty much. Um, we're in here for 10 days, of course. This is day, so I think like Monday is when we got, te- no, Tuesday is when we got tested. So, uh, but Monday is when we're feeling weird. So this is like pretty much like day three, I think, or day four, or day two, one of them. I think they go from when you get tested, pretty much. So day Tuesday, Wednesday, and today's Thursday. So yeah, it's day two. Uh, day two, um, we won't be getting out for other ten days. So of course, twenty twenty two will be spent um in here in my home, um, which is unfortunate but hey you just got to do what you got to do keep people safe um at least I have like some books that I've already gotten I had um I got like some little healing crystals that surround me you know I'm truly blessed like God really smiles on me for this is the second time that I've been exposed and I have managed to come out negative and I truly can only thank God for that um I'm truly blessed um but yeah I had had some uh wonderful like I have to spot this hematite oops sorry if you guys heard that but um it's a very beautiful piece and I know most people are like it's just a plain like you know like silverish rock but it's gorgeous and it's it's known for lots of healing taking sickness out of the body so I wanted to put that in our space for all of us, as well as this beautiful, you guys know, I just cannot get enough of amethyst, but this amethyst just literally jumped out on me as a beautiful iridescent inclusion inside of it. Um, it's like a little point, and I'm thinking about making a pendant out of it just because it's, it's so beautiful. Um, it's a little bit on the bigger side, but it doesn't matter. So I just got to buy some wrap from Amazon, of course, because I can't um, come out, but it's just beautiful, and it brings, like, a nice calming energy, but on a good note, though, I got, um, I'm working with a client, uh, with my, um, astrology business, so I am so happy, um, I did a majority of the interpretations, um, last night, um, and she just hit me up last night, and I usually like to take a day, um, to get everything, so I like to be thorough with things, and, um, today is when I finish up typing, um, 
everything to send to her and I am so excited. Um, if any of you guys would like to work with me, you guys know that I got my astrology certificate now. Um, I'm, I made sure to, you know, I've always studied and read since I was 12, but I felt like that I wanted to take it to the next level. And that was with getting into an astrology course that I had finally finished and now I'm certified. Um, so with that said, I opened up a little... Um, needle chart reading business. Um, so, and the, and my prices are cheap because of course you guys know that, um, I am, um, I consider myself, even though I would be like more, I would say intermediate, I still consider myself a beginner when it comes to, um, doing, uh, you know, like people I don't know. I was doing people I don't know, um, for free just because I wanted to practice and but it just takes so much work you guys like I was doing full-on ratings with people um and even doing some medical astrology for some of them who wanted to know like some medical astrology and no I'm not diagnosing I just interpret their chart and their aspects and the house it's in and then I can know just from that like um the ailments of each planet the maladies uh, and everything, and I was doing that for free, and it, it's, it's just a lot of work, and I decided that why, you know, like, I didn't mind doing that for a little bit, but then, like, some people had gotten where they felt kind of entitled a little bit, where it became, like, oh, yeah, um, could you, like, help me figure this out, too, like, anytime they had a, either, like, a ailment, and, of course, they weren't at the doctors, they'd be, like, well, what's going, what, what, what's transiting through my stuff, so I need to know, da, 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 and it's just a lot of work, and I figured that, okay, um, I'm just gonna start charging, but I'm gonna start at a low price, of course, um, but, of course, eventually, that's probably going to go up, um, especially because I have other, more certificates that are coming, that I'm enrolled in, um, which is a relationship synastry. Right now I offer relationship um, advice with, um, depending on what you're asking, like, let's say if you want to know how come you and your partner aren't communicating well, um, of course, I'm going to look at uh, the aspects in the house and um, your Mercury and your moon sign. Because, you know, your moon is how you express your emotions and then your Mercury is how you communicate and how you think. So I charge that and uh, separate too. But if you I do do bundles where if you want um, my needle chart readings at the moment is twenty five dollars. Uh, but if you want a relationship advice when it comes to like uh, your zodiac signs and everything or certain things that you want me to see, uh, it's an extra 15. Um, and then I also do if you want like a whole um, needle chart reading as well as knowing like how well you, um, how well you, um, I'm sorry, like my cat's literally ripping up my chair like just to lick herself. So I was supposed to grab this spray bottle. But anyways, um, if you, like, um, want to know, like, how well you burn calories, I can interpret that by looking at your uh, Mars, um, as well as, like, your sun and, um, like, what elements it's in. Um, so, yeah, I'm sorry about that. She keeps, like, plucking at my chair and I can't have that happening. 
but yeah, so, um, if you like that, I think is only 11, uh, extra $11. I have to check and see, but my business page is on Facebook. It's called magic of the stars. So if you guys want to work with me and it's like I said, I I'm having deals, literally like deals. Cause most people charge like 150 to 200, which at first I was like, why? Like, I don't understand why they charge so much, but then now I kind of understand after, for one, getting my credentials and seeing how in depth that you have to go. Like, it's not just, oh, um, you have, uh, let's say like Venus and Leo. (laughs) No, you have to go through, not only that, you also have to go through their houses and what planets are in the house and what sign is in the house. Their aspects, um, like, especially the aspects that are truly, um, expressing the most in their chart. Um, and then you have to explain all that stuff and what that means. And it's like literally almost doing like a straight up essay pretty much. So I also do like, um, when I'm doing it, I let you know, like the elements you're dominant in, um, the, um, Daenerys, my God, stop plucking up the chair. You don't have to do that. Okay, honey? All right, anyways. um, It just gives me, it's like triggering my anxiety because I don't want my chair to look like shit. Anyways, um, yeah, but um, I let you know like what elements you're dominant in, what modality you're dominant in, how that affects you. Um, I also let you know, um, of course, in detail, like if you're, if you're whatever planet your sign is in, if it's like in fall, exalted, house of rulership, whatever, I do all of that stuff. Um, I, I explain um, in detail, like the difference of like, and how that affects like your, you know, the energy of the plant uh, sign and all that good stuff. So I really, I, I really like going to death. So I would love to work with any of you guys. Uh, that's again, on Facebook, Magic of the Stars. Um, if you would like to work with me, you can hit me up up there and I will gladly respond and we can talk about what you want to do with. So I guess that's kind of like a little bit of like my sponsorship to myself. <laughs> but anyways, of course, I didn't come up here to um, hassle you guys about that stuff. Um, I came up here to record the Venus retrograde episode, right? We are currently in a Venus retrograde, which started on December 19th, and it will end in January 29th, 2022. Oh, Venus. Venus and Capricorn, to be exact. This, um... (laughs) It's funny because you mainly always, I feel like Mercury retrograde, which is in itself a powerful thing. I feel like any other retrograde sometimes doesn't get as much um, notice as Mercury does. And Venus is actually one that you should kind of pay attention to because this is like, this is the planet of love and beauty. My God, like that totally makes me think of Salem. Venus. Love and beauty shop. Okay, sorry, that just came out. Um, anyways, <laughs> I love Sailor Moon. It just reminds me of when I said, but I like Venus and love and beauty. I was like, oh, that's the attack. Anyways, <laughs> um, 
yeah, it's early, guys, um, <laughs> forgive me, um, I haven't really been sleeping well, uh, because, of course, I don't sleep in the room with my husband when he is sick with COVID to protect myself, so I sleep on the couch, which means, like, I don't know, it's somewhat uncomfortable, but anything for my honey to get well and to keep myself safe. But yeah, so anyways, Venus, um, you know, it's the planet of love and beauty and value. So these are the things, you know, that you got to kind of look for because with Venus retrograde, it can get cray, okay? It like in everything that is ruled by this planet, which is relationships, affection, money, pleasure, and what we value, right? So it's basically how we give and receive love as well. So because Venus doesn't usually retrograde often, it can pull in powerful energy into this realm. So you guys be thinking that Mercury retrograde is going to be doing some shit to your relationship. You got another thing coming. It may fuck up and, like, cause some, like, communication issues and stuff or bring back those nasty exes that we don't want or do want. But Venus, man, it's on a whole other level. And I got to sip to that real quick. Okay. So when there is a Venus retrograde, this is not the time to start any new relationships or really even, I would say, either plan to get married or get married on, on this time. With Venus retrograde, it's going to bring up any issue that, you know, we have with our partners that we've been putting under the rug. You know, you guys, you guys heard of, you know, the saying like sweeping under the rug or like lifting the rug, you know, to find the dirt, you know, dust mites that we need healing. So there's a lot of the time where there's just things or let's say like arguments that we have with our significant others, people we love, you know, this could be friends, platonic as well, not just intimate relationships, even like family in my opinion, because you do love your family, right? But this is of course more so relationship wise. But like, there's just things that let's say, people who are not great communicators will just kind of argue and they don't really fix the problem. They just kind of, you know, throw that shit on the rug, you know, like, oh, let's put that in the closet for a little bit. Let's not deal with that right now, right? Because either it brings up too many emotions or, you know, like people get angry, people don't want to deal with it. They'd rather avoid. I'm looking at you, Pisces, you know, water's not right in general, okay? Okay, I'm just looking at y'all, even earth signs. But anyways, you'd rather just not deal with it right now, right? And even, you know, air signs are good ones at that too, especially Libras. You know, I know. I, I, I used to do it. But this is not the time to do that. If you have, if you've done any of that shit during the year or recently, it's about to come to light pretty much. And it's about to come to the point where it's time to, it's time to heal that. It's time to talk. It's time to get uncomfortable and be like, Hey, you know, remember, you know, if it comes up, you know, this, we need to deal with this because either it's going to make or break the relationship pretty much. 
it's going to help clear that relationship baggage, right? That we've all been holding on to in these partnerships. Um, it can either make it better or it can make it worse pretty much, right? So is if your relationship's full of red flags, look for this energy to possibly end that relationship. If you hear that, my cats are running around playing. So sorry if it's loud. I don't, I, I don't ever like re-listen to this sometimes. So um, I hope it's not tearing you guys' ears out. But anyways, um, yeah, this can possibly, this, you know, this retrograde energy in Venus can possibly end that relationship. And in my opinion, I feel like if there's red flags um, or like you guys aren't dealing with anything, I don't really think that needs to be a relationship that moves forward in the first place. Because then just think about it. I, I've been in this situation before. So coming from experience, I know there was a point where, you know, I wouldn't like my partnerships, we wouldn't deal with something that brought up emotions or made someone feel uncomfortable. And we would just, you know, sweep it under the rug. And then what happens, I'm going to say five months later, and I'm guilty of this, when something comes up that kind of triggers you from like the thing that you guys had an issue, I'd be like, well, on December 19th of 2015, you said this and that, you know, or vice versa. And it's just like, that's really, it's, it's sad. It's kind of like pathetic. Like I used to get kind of really pissed at myself when I would do that because I'm like, if I just would have dealt with it, you know, when the shit happened, I wouldn't be bringing it up and vice versa again, you know, like we have men who do that too. Um, and it's like, if you just would have dealt with it, it would have been fixed. It wouldn't have been so triggering in my opinion, or either if it is triggering, you know, exactly how the person felt if they, you know, apologize for what they did, if they had any, you know, uh, issue, like action in it or whatever. So it just, it just makes the world go round easier in the relationship. It makes more of a easy flowing relationship because then not only are you dealing with the issues, it helps the relationship grow in that direction of being able to talk to each other about anything and I feel like usually people who sweep things under the rug eventually you kind of lose the communication aspect of the relationship because then you're just like oh they're they're not going to deal with it anyway so I'm just not going to mention it and it's just like you hold shit in to the point where you explode (laughs) I'm up here raising my hand because that used to be me you know so it's just not worth it. And obviously I'm not in those relationships anymore because it would get to the point where I just couldn't deal anymore. Like if I have to hold my feelings in and I'm a Pisces moon, (laughs) I have to express my feelings, how I feel, my emotions, anything I have to, no matter how uncomfortable it is. And I finally learned that about myself, especially by not only going to therapy, but by um, really reading into what a Pisces moon needs, you know, to feel safe or secure or to feel good, you know, like it's, it was, it was hard enough for me to always hold my emotions back and I wasn't living a healthy life. Like that was affecting me like physically and stuff to the point where I just felt like I was going to like, just like, I was just overly heavy with so much emotion and not being able to express it out. So truly like dig into like your moon sign when it comes to expression 
of your emotions to see what you need to feel good. So I realized, like, even if, like, my husband gets uncomfortable, he's like, oh, I really don't want to talk about it. I'm like, hey, you, you really have to listen to me. Like, I have to, I have to get this out. I have to tell you how I feel, you know, because um, you guys know that Scorpios and who's a Cancer moon, Cancer moons sometimes can take things the wrong way or get really um, offended easily and they kind of want to put up that wall. But I just like let him know. I'm like, hey, this is this is how I feel. I have to express this to you. And, you know, even though like sometimes he'll get like, you know, because he doesn't want to feel those emotions, too. And he'll let me express it. And then we end up fixing things. And it's nice. You know, he's a Scorpio, too. So he understands. <laughs> like, I'm really I would say I, I, I feel like I am emotionally high maintenance, um, because it's weird, I'm an air sign, which usually we're known to not really be that expressive, but the thing is, is that Libras really are, Libras really need to communicate as well, just to feel like, just to stay out of our head, because if we don't communicate that Libra-wise, then we manage to keep everything in our head, and then we create, you know, these issues that either are non-existent or make issues and everything and you know um so yeah I just have to express myself now and now that I'm not ashamed and I don't give a fuck if people are like you're too sensitive I still get that I don't give a fuck anymore because it's like at least I get my peace out at least you know how I feel and I'm able to move on with myself and not feel over encumbered or feel like I'm holding too much in. Okay. Went off on a little tangent there. <laughs> okay, so like uh I have little notes that I write and sometimes it's like my my stuff is uh I I have shitty handwriting, put it like that. So it's like uh oh so yeah like as I mentioned earlier I'm sure you didn't assume that this was only going to affect breakups. You know, like I mentioned before, um, Mercury retrograde is not the only one that brings back those despicable exes, right? Not at all. Not at all. Um, it's like pretty much, <laughs> like I pretty much feel like, you know, Venus is like, um, it's like the young, I guess the older sister compared to Mercury when it comes to that, in my opinion. I feel like Mercury gets all the glory with that, but really Venus retrograde is even worse with that. Um, it brings those exes back in your life. And in my opinion, if they are coming back, this is really your time to make closure with that ex. And take accountability if you had a part in the issues and drama that you had. So this is not a time to start fucking his brains out or fucking her brains out. I mean, if that's what you need to do to feel better, which in my opinion, I don't see how that's going to help you feel better. But do what you got to do. But really, this is the time to really lay that old relationship to rest. Like, let the skeletons, take the skeletons out the closet, let it go, you know, burn that shit, let it die. Like, accept 
that it takes sometimes it take not sometimes it does take two to tango and I'm not saying like um it's one person's fault or the other but I mean that's pretty much what I am saying I don't know why I just said that um it's like a contradiction (laughs) but um it's like a lot of people like to play the blame game on their relationship failing right And yeah, there is some people who do, you know, overcompensate in a relationship and did more than the other, but there's still something there. Like, um, like for instance, of course, I, um, there was at one point where, um, I would really over overcompensate in one of my old relationships. And when I finally, you know, we finally broke up. I would blame the other person, like, well, I did everything right. I did this for him. I did that for him. Blah, 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 whatever, right? But think about that. Okay, so you did everything for them. I had to look at, like, what what that said about me, right? Because obviously he's taking it. He's going to keep taking what I'm doing. Um, and I And I just... solely looked only at his faults but as now that I'm older and you know now that you know I've had you know like my therapy and I've you know really like read about you know like relationships and toxic relationships and stuff it really made me reflect like although he was an asshole for basically abusing my kindness my problem was in that relationship is that I had no boundaries, right? Because unless for someone to take advantage of you, it means you had no boundaries that you put up so that they know like, oh, okay, she's going to draw the line here. Like what I should have did, I should have stood up for myself and I should have said, hey, you know, no, you're, I feel like you're taking advantage of me or this is unacceptable. I never did that. I would just be like, oh, because I thought that's, you know, the, the Virgo in me, I'm a Virgo Venus. I thought that's what love is, is that like, I feel good when I do things for people, but then you also have to be careful that some people have very devious and negative, um, energy of where instead of them like, Oh, that's really sweet. She did this for me. And, you know, appreciating it. They're like, Oh, this bitch is doing this for me. I want more. I'm entitled now. You know, like I feel, they feel entitled to get you to do what they want and do it when they want and now, 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 and you need to do it or they try to make you feel like shit and all that stuff or they'll downgrade you if you don't do it. And, you know, like a lot of us, um, and this is men and women, uh, you know, a lot of us, sometimes we, especially if we don't know how to hold boundaries, which I had a huge problem with because, you know, I, um, I just wanted to make people happy and that falls into people pleasing. And also I hate, um, I don't like to be in fights all the time. I don't like com- like conflict. I just, I don't like, I have to have balance. Like, hello, you know, um, I've could have called this the, the, the balance Libra, but I didn't because I do. And I, I don't expect perfect balance, but I need harmony in my life. I can't work around nothing but negative energy and shit like that. Like I'm already so sensitive to that kind of shit that it just really brings me down. And so a lot of the time before I really sit up for myself, I would just 
avoid that by just like, okay, I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to do it. Oh, he's so happy. I'm going to do it. I'm just going to do what he needs, you know, like just constantly giving, 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 doing, doing, doing. And then eventually there was no appreciation to it. Like at first they were appreciative of it. And it made me feel good because that's all like, I don't want, I don't expect anything back. I just want you to be comfortable and happy. And, you know, so I would like, oh, let me do this. It's going to make their life easier. But then when the shoe was on the other foot, that never, they never did that for me. Like, especially like times where I'm overwhelmed and I'm like, hey, can you help me with this? And they're like, I, I can't do it. Even though they're not doing anything. And it's just like, I'd be like, well, I need, oh, I can't do it. And I said what I said or whatever. And it's like, okay, um, I guess I'll just do it myself or, you know, it just wouldn't get done. And no. So it's like, if it was like, if, if you had that kind of thing, you got to understand that it was, it's both parties faults for the relationship not working pretty much. Um, cause you have to be able to look and reflect at yourself and know, um, when you know you got to get out of your ego and be able to be like you know what I'm sorry that I called you a bitch or you know an ass licker when I got pissed or I'm sorry that you know um I talked bad about you or I you know whatever you did you just own up to it like it's not that serious to where you just have to be like no I'm not gonna do it because this and that it's just do you want to go through life, like, holding on to, like, negative energy and, you know, not letting shit go, like, leave the past in the past, if when you don't do stuff like that, you continue to harbor, you're, like, holding and bringing in baggage, and it it really affects your next relationship that you're in, and I know some people are like, no, it doesn't, it actually really does, because if you think about it, you'll start holding, like, let's say you're in a new relationship, right, and let's say this person just said something or kind of did something that kind of triggered like your defense mechanism because of the last relationship that this person kind of did the same thing. And because you are triggered by that, you're kind of like, you're not going to do that. And you kind of flash on them and, and say, you're not going to do this and this and this when maybe that's not their intention at all. And instead of you, you know, like, allowing that to be forgiven and moving on you're bringing it to your new relationship kind of putting what your ex did onto the new guy who had nothing to do with that relationship or girl you know so it's just not fair to the new party involved because they kind of get stuck in like your little loop and triggers and baggage that you didn't want to deal with and I'm definitely saying if your ex reaches out to you. I'm not asking you to actively go seek out your ex. Like, Hey, can we talk? Like, no, if it's already moved on and you've let it go and made peace with yourself, that is fine. I'm just saying if these people are coming back into your life or whatever, or they're like needing closure or something like that, this is just the time to do that. Okay. So, um, this is a time that we will reflect on um, what is truly valuable in our life. You know, being able to see it more clearly with Venus in retrograde, it's going to really reveal what you value. Maybe you thought you valued, um, I don't know, uh, your nine to five job or something. But perhaps maybe deep down, like with this retrograde, it brings to life that maybe you just truly want to, you know, you value in starting your business or 
you value, you know, like you think you value, um, I don't know, let's say like a a relationship or something like that. But in truth, you, you don't really value that. Perhaps you want to be single and kind of do your own thing for a little bit. Like you value, you value your independence. So it's just things like that, which to me are very important because it's like, you don't want to be um, going through life valuing something that you think you value, but you really don't. So this is, to me, this is a clear, a clear time to journal and really be able to um, get that out. Um Definitely focus on where Venus is transiting during this time, like the house and everything. Like, for example, uh, which it explains everything, to be honest. But I don't want to go into a tangent. But right now, um, Venus in Capricorn is transiting my sixth house, the house of health. Hmm, right. I have a fucking shit ton of transiting planets right now in Capricorn. That's, you know, Capricorn is my sixth house. and you know, I've told you guys before, I don't know what the fuck it is, but when it comes to like, like earth sign, um, seasons, if there's anything traveling in my sixth house and that shit, like it really screws me over. You know what I mean? Um, Taurus is another season that seems to like, kind of like Taurus and Aries, but, um, it's like, it'll start building up in Taurus and it just kind of explodes in Aries sometimes. Like for the last two years, this has happened every fucking time that something happens like with my health, when it comes to Capricorn season or when it comes to Taurus slash like the end of Taurus to like, um, the beginning of, um, I'm sorry. Did I say Aries? I meant, um, the end of Aries to the beginning of Taurus. That's what I meant. But yeah, it's it's just it's just weird as hell. So um hence why I'm having all these fucking health issues and everything. Um I haven't really dug deep because I do want to sit down now that I have time to to do it again. I'm going to really dig deep in that and I'll probably update you guys about that and let you guys know. But I have it's a sh- I mean, you guys a crap ton of planets in Capricorn that are just circling in my sixth house of health. Um, so yeah, so for, for me with Venus being in Capricorn, um, and it, you know, like being the, you know, planet of pleasure and everything right now, um, I would do good with, you know, taking care of myself, you know, like really valuing fitness and health at this time to make sure that I don't get sick. (laughs) All right. Um, so the signs that are going to be affected, um, like hard, of course, Libras. Yep. Us Libras and Taurus because our natural ruler is Venus. So yay us, right? Yay the freak us. Um, this is a time for reflection of what you want in a relationship. I think that's huge. This is something that should be journaled, definitely, because who wants to go into a relationship not knowing what the fuck they want? I know I wouldn't, right? Because then how do you expect to be able to be fulfilled from it, right? And to be able to fulfill your partner. So truly know what you want before you jump into a relationship, Um 
kind of talk about like the man or woman, like the traits and everything that you want, the how you want to be treated, you know, like the things you want to do with your partner, the things you want to experience, you know, the, the life you want to build with them, you know, that kind of good stuff. And of course, now that I've explained how the planet works, now we are going to jump into a Capricorn and Venus and how Capricorn energy affects this. So with Capricorn energy, it goes from, you know, hooking up. We just got done being a Sagittarius Venus, right? This is the hook up dream. You know, Sagittarius gets down to the nitty gritty. You know, they're not about really, um, they're not really about committing. (laughs) But on the other hand, Capricorn is, um, you know, they're more serious. So you're going from, you know, this hooking up kind of thing with random people to harnessing this serious earth energy. Capricorn is about choosing someone, you know, (laughs) with status in which they can help them grow or grow together. So Capricorn, you know, Capricorn energy has standards. They ain't going to hook up with uh, Johnny Freeball over there who is living in their parents' basement and has a job at McDonald's. I mean, not knocking anybody who works at McDonald's. A job is a job. You know, do you, boo? It's great. You're getting paid. You're doing what you want. And as long as you're happy. But you guys know how Capricorns is. It's like Capricorns are, you know, they're like the boss when it comes to the Zodiac signs. They... They don't fuck around. They they're all about you know like break like achieving goals, getting that money and all that. So they want somebody you know who's gonna compliment that or help them, kind of grow into that or even get their foot in the door. Right? I'm not saying like Capricorns are horribly like selfish. They just know what they want. That's one thing that I um give kudos to them when they know what the fuck they want and they're not going to settle and that's fine that's not being a bitch that's not being selfish you just know what the hell you want um so capricorn energy is also allowing us to have you know again standards and to not settle for anything less the worst thing you can do is if you know you're looking for a man or a woman let's say who is established has their own house um, has a good job, um, I don't know, owns their own business, you know, goes to college or something like that. If that's what you want, go for it. Because I'm telling you now, if you're like, well, I, I, that, I can't have all that. And you just settle for, you know, Sally who just wants to lay around and eat bonbons all day. Um, you're not going to be happy. Like you're just not, I don't give a shit how beautiful she is. Like, yeah, like, of course, you know, the aesthetics come into play, but eventually that shit gets old and someone can be fucking sexy as shit and then be a completely lazy person that doesn't want to do anything. And if that's not the kind of person you are or if if that's something you don't want to deal with, don't go for it just because they look good, okay? I've seen so many people do that and it's just it's it's fucking sad. Like they'll sit here and they'll be like, oh, you know, you know, my girl or my man gets on my nerves and all that stuff. And he doesn't do, or he or she doesn't do anything or they don't have any goals in life, but fuck, they look amazing. You know, like, you know, they're sexy as shit. They're, they're beautiful or they're, you know, like body looks amazing and stuff. But it's like, is, 
Like, is how is that going to keep you for the long years? Truly, how is that? Because the second that that body, like the tits start sagging, you know, the, the dick isn't working anymore. You know, they have a shitty attitude because most of the time these people sometimes have shitty attitudes because if you're not doing shit or you don't have any ambition, you kind of have like a shit attitude. You have like kind of a, I always find the most negativity with people like that because they have this kind of mindset of where they feel like, oh, I can't do that. I I can never do that. Like, like you just can't learn. You know what I mean? Like you got to learn people aren't born knowing everything. People grow and they learn as they go and anything they want to achieve in life, they, you know, learn and put action into it to make themselves better. And I'm just saying, it's just not worth selling. You're just not going to be happy, period. So make sure you're with someone with, you know, the standards that you're looking for in your relationship. Capricorn energy is looking for commitment and stability, right? This is what, you know, you want to create during this time. It's not looking for a fling. It's not looking for... A, a, a situationship it's looking for some fucking commitment and stability like this energy wants to possibly make this person their husband or wife you know they want to grow and build a life with this person you know they want to feel secure with this person that they're going to be there for them um capricorn equals you know like I said, it's CEO energy slash big dick energy slash big pussy energy, okay? These are the fucking, you know, boss man slash woman of the Zodiac. These people are very disciplined um, and not people because this isn't just about Capricorn like suns or anything. This is Capricorn energy in general and Venus at that. It's about handling business and making that money, which is also part of the Venetian energy. Because, you know, Venus is also about money. Venus loves money because Venus can go shopping and make herself look pretty and, you know, like build the, you know, the the space around her to, you know, like beauty and all that stuff. So um, to me, I feel like with this being Venus, um, this is a time to build your um to build your finances pretty much, right? Um, it's, you know, it's just, we know how Venus can be. And um, I even wrote this down because this really came like to me last night when I was jotting down things I want to talk about. And um, I just wrote like, be careful of being frivolous with your money um, because, you know, Venus, when it's in retrograde, it can be very lax with money. You know, it can just, want to spend and all that stuff. And that's the last thing you want to do. You don't want to go from, let's say you save $10,000 to where you have a hundred dollars in your account. Uh, and because this Venus is in Capricorn, Capricorn energy is, they're not going to want to be broke. This is your time to truly find things, you know, reflect and find ways to make more money, find, find ways to save more money and all that good kind of stuff. Um, and this is really about having a deep and sincere, um, sincerity for your relationship. Really, you know, look at, look at ways to be able to really heal and reflect our relationship and 
you know, just understanding everything that you and your partner wants, fixing and healing anything that is broken right now. Because um, I'm not saying that, oh, Venus is in retrograde and we're all breaking up. Like, that's not what I'm trying to to say here. I just want to say that it can if you don't fix the things that are coming to light. This is all about, you know, taking the skeletons out of the closet and healing from it with current relationships, you know, working on things that you guys have been fighting about right now. And if it's an old relationship, working about healing it, you know, like, allowing yourself to heal from it and then letting it go and moving on. You guys, we're going to be in 2022 in two days. I hope to the good Lord that none of you guys are going to bring like drama and bullshit from 2021 to the new year. I really hope not because that's just a nasty way to live. Like it's pretty much like repeating the bullshit that you dealt with this year. Um, I know I don't want to. There's some things that I I do want to, you know, like work on. And, you know, speaking of that, I'm just going to go ahead and reflect, you know, because that is the end pretty much of the Venus and Capricorn retrograde. But I also want to give you guys some insight of what I feel like I've learned this year. Um, Especially, I feel like I truly learned for one, to listen to my intuition. That was huge for me. And um, I think it it's one of the best things I did, but I, I still feel like I need way more work when it comes to myself and my health more so. Because I feel like I... I feel like I, I, I know what I, I... I know what I can do. Like, you guys know... I am a person, I'm a woman of, you know, I love psychology, I love the social sciences, I love science, period. I like to call myself a woman of science. And I have studied and read so much uh, about the human body, like, I fucking am about to be a nutrition coach for for Pete's sake, pretty much, you know. Um... And I've learned a lot, and I'm even thinking of um, going into a holistic coaching as well to combine all of that at once, right, and life coach. Um, But one thing I've realized about myself is that um, I have managed to, I still found myself seeking this year, right? And what I mean is there's a difference between, you know, like doing action and seeking. Don't get me wrong. I did a little more action than I ever thought I would, especially considering since I've been hurt, my injuries and everything. But I think it's time for me to let that go and not saying, oh, I'm just going to go do some crazy shit knowing like some of the things that I have shortcomings in. No. But one thing I've realized is that it's time for me to let go of any excuses. It's time for me to let go of constantly seeking and getting information. Like, I'm never going to stop learning, of course. But it's just time for implementation. That's my problem. I get so much information, but I don't do anything to implement it. And because of that, I'm, again, constantly, constantly getting sick. My body is 
screaming at me literally to be like, hey, wake the fuck up. Like, we're suffering here. And you guys don't understand. Like, uh, it, there's a lot of things that are going on that, you know, even the doctors, they don't know. They're like, everything looks so normal. Everything looks quote unquote healthy. But yet you're having either this pain or your leg is swelling up or, you know, you're, you gain weight, you'll lose weight, you'll gain weight and then can't lose it. And it, it's just been hell, like my hair falling out, like thinning out so bad, um, shedding so bad. And it's like, I don't know what to do. But then again, it's like, I know deep down inside my heart and my soul that my body, my intuition has been screaming like, hey, Tasha, listen to me listen to me. I'm telling you what to do. I'm telling what you need to do. It's no longer information. You just need to do, you know, you know what to do. And that's the thing. I know what to do. I know how to lose weight. I know how to make my body a fat burning machine. I know how to work out. I've, I've worked out in ways, um, you know, modified workouts where it didn't hurt my, um, injuries. You know, I know how to do all of this stuff but I don't fucking do it. And it's pretty much like my body is telling me, you know, like life is too short. I'm on borrowed time. You know, I've been blessed not to get COVID as unhealthy as I am. You know, at one point I was doing really good. And now I just, every single time that happens, I'm just like, oh, let me just be lax and, you know, be done with it. Um, I, I can start slacking again. And then I just start slacking, just doing what the fuck I want, not really getting up and going, and then which causes me to kind of go in and out of, you know, like sometimes not so much, um, I would say like a little depression, but not really, um, or anxiousness of feeling like, well, I'm just like, oh my God, life is passing me by, but then I just don't, I'm just sitting there being anxious, not doing anything about it. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't want to, you know, that I don't want to do that. And I've realized that I've been doing that to myself. I want to manifest this year, you guys. I want to take 2022 by the horns and fuck it. Like, I know that sounds graphic, but I'm just being honest. I want to, like, I told myself, you know, that one thing I'm going to do this year is I'm no longer going to say what I'm going to do. I'm just going to fucking do it. When it pops up in my mind, I'm just going to fucking do it. I'm not going to sit here and, you know, I, I let myself think about it a lot and then I end up thinking well, well what if this happens what if that happens da, 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 da. then I end up like not doing anything because then I get fearful of it because I'm again I'm sometimes expecting perfection like do you guys know how hard it was for me to put up magic of the stars I don't like failure but I, I have to realize that failure is how you grow and that's how I'm gonna learn how to be able to run a business because I have like you guys I have like two businesses that are coming. Um, one of them is my coaching business. Um, once I get my um, my degree in psychology, I'm going to have my own practice. Like this is all practice before the big kahuna. You know what I mean? And I have to put myself out there. I have to be consistent. I have to stop hiding. I'm, I'm, I don't know why. I just, I'm hiding myself. It's like, I'm so afraid of failure that I'm hiding myself right? Like, unless for my business to get out there, I got to be consistent on social media. 
but it's so hard for me because I'm so shy and I don't want, like, I'm afraid of, I'm just afraid of failure. (coughs) Excuse me. But I don't want to take that with me. I'm going to, I'm going to leave all that negative thoughts, um, you know, overanalyzing, over, you know, like, over like seeking pretty much I call it seeking behavior when you constantly seek out information for the next new thing or other ways to do this stuff I just want to implement so I think um for me I'm definitely going to um, really truly work on being organized this year and really planning my day because I feel like it's it's weird because it's like I'm very dominant and mutable energy and it's so fucking hard for me to make a scheduled day. But I notice I do better if I do, because in that way I won't forget. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right. I have to do this compared to just going through life free flowing. But I guess um, as part of who, who I am and there's certain things that I just know that I just would rather free, free flow and that's OK. It's OK to notice your strengths and weaknesses. And, you know, be open to them. But um, with that said, though, I'm going to go ahead and um, I want to pull a a card for this Venus retrograde and for, you know, you know, things perhaps that we should kind of look forward to in this next coming new year. So let me grab my cards. Okay, so let's go ahead and shuffle these babies. And let's say, how should we take care of ourselves? Starting now and into 2022. Okay, so let's go ahead and do this. And this can also go for the retrograde because that goes into 2022. And let's see what we get. Ooh, seeing. I love that. The other card is rest. <laughs> it's amazing. And the last card is clean your space. Wow. So singing, singing always brings light and, you know, light to the soul. It really, like, helps open up your throat chakra, in my opinion, and it really just kind of lets you also, you know, sing from the heart. Even though you're singing a song, don't you ever feel like your emotions in your heart kind of, like, pouring out into it, like, really allowing yourself to, like, just like kind of like let your emotions come out, you like your happiness, your love, even sadness, and rest, my gosh, like, that's the best thing that we can do is to make sure to take care of our bodies. Like, sleep is so important for, you know, the body to heal, you know, for mental health, everything. And with good rest comes a good, healthy body that's ready to take on the day and be able to perform in the way that you need it to perform. And, of course, cleaning your space, guys. Like, if you have cluttered space, ugh. It's like, you know, I take it as like out with the old, in with the new, you know, like get rid of things that you don't need um, now, especially so that you don't take it into 2022 with you. That way you have a fresh, clean space to, um, you know, be able to get 
new things or just even appreciate the stuff you got, you know, not feel cluttered. And that's like not only in your space, but feel cluttered mentally, you know, clean space always makes me feel good, always makes me feel happy. So that is what we can look forward to um, this coming new year and for the rest of this time, because you guys know, like the week before New Year's and the week after Christmas is kind of like a it's like a limbo, in my opinion. It really is. Um, with that said, you guys, um, I am just, it felt good to kind of express that, like to hear myself say that out loud and especially to you guys, you know, I really appreciate, I really appreciate you guys truly. It just really makes my soul sing that you guys are supporting the show. Um, you guys are listening to me and it's like, we're a little family here. So you guys, I cannot appreciate you guys enough. Um, I truly, truly do appreciate everything about you guys. You guys, um, thank you. Thank you so much for coming here and listening to me ramble about, astrology and things, you know, things that I'm, you know, I enjoy and my struggles and my worries and everything else, you know, I would love for you guys to, hey, to say hey or contact me on at the Charming Libra um, at, on um, Instagram. Um, Also, you know, leave a five-star review and tell me, I mean, or leave a review by how you think. I don't want you to think you have to do that if that's not how you feel, but just leave a review and tell me what you like, what you enjoy, or things that maybe you want to see or hear, or will hear rather not see, (laughs) or things you don't like, or things that you do like, or, you know, different things like that. So I will, of course, be coming back to you in 2022, baby, with the kickoff of Capricorn season. I know this is kind of a late start, but, you know, you guys obviously know what's going on. Um, And, yeah, I will talk to you guys later. And you guys have a wonderful rest of 2021. And please be safe. Please stay home if you're not feeling well. And let's rock 2022, baby. All right, you guys, you take care. Bye.